Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week as the weather continues to drop and drop if you're in those kind of states. Well, I guess it drops everywhere, but you know, whatever. Oh yeah, it's always good to start a podcast by talking about the weather. Anyway, uh, we're back this week with a special episode. We have an interview this week. Uh, unfortunately, uh, neither Johnny, Kyle, or Johnny were able to join me, so I did this one solo, and I think it turned out well, if I do say so myself, um, which I don't that often. Um, yeah. Uh, this week joining us, well, you'll find out in a moment, but she is a podcast host, a very talented writer. Um, she is a hardcore Marvel fan and uh, all-around fun person to talk to about all these things. Uh, we met when we went to Ace Comic Con in Chicago and uh, had a good time talking while we were sitting in on some panels and thought it would be a great idea to bring her on the show and interview her and uh, it turned out fantastic. So uh, without any further ado, here is our interview and uh, I'll let me tell you who's joining us. So here we go. Uh, joining us today is uh, a woman who is a writer for the website Hypeable and a podcast host uh, for the podcast Rewatchable. We met at Ace Comic Con in Chicago, and she joins us today. Her name is Danielle. Hello. Hey. Uh, I, I didn't. Is it okay to use your last name? I don't know how sure. private yeah, you are. Go okay. For it. okay. Uh, this is Danielle Zimmerman. Um, yep. Did I get all your credits right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a writer for hypable.com um, as well as a podcaster. Yeah. Perfect. Got it all. And we met at Ace Comic Con, which is probably one of the best conventions I've ever been to. Um, and a lot of that is due to the fact that like we met so many awesome people. Yeah, of all the conventions I've gone to as press, that's the first one that like gave us like a press room to work in and like I've done a lot of Wizard Worlds and they don't do that there. No, they don't. And the sense of camaraderie was very much present at this one, but it hasn't been at Wizard World and a lot of the other ones. Yeah, it's very I don't know if cutthroat's the right word at those ones, but it's not mm -hmm. very, there's not a lot of networking mm -hmm. going on there. Um, okay. So one thing we do when we have guests on here, we like to ask them what they, what they geek out about, like what things in their world do they get just super excited about and just have to consume obsessively, uh, whether it's, you know, comic books, TV shows, movies, um, regular books, novels, um, sports, uh, cooking, anything, um, so what would you say you geek out about most? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I am a big reader. I'm a big, big book person, and I do a lot of book stuff for the site. But there are two things that I think I am known, my my love is known most for, mm -hmm. um, and that is Taco Bell and Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I mean, Taco Bell is amazing, uh, but the, the fandom for that isn't really there. But uh, Marvel, I mean, uh, TV, movies, um, and those things actually brought me into the comic books as well. So it's a big passion of mine. Um, most notably, uh, Agent Carter um, and Captain America are my two favorites. And um, actually tomorrow, as we're recording this tomorrow, I am giving a five-minute uh, what's called like a lightning talk. So basically a really quick TED talk um, on something that I'm a subject matter expert on and I'm doing it for my 
uh, day job, my tech company, um, on Agent Carter and her importance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because we could choose anything that we wanted to, and that is what I am a subject matter expert on. That's awesome. You said fi- <laughs> yeah. how, five, ten minutes, you said? Five minutes. Five minutes. Are you going to be able to do it in just five minutes? I, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, I went home after work, uh, one day last week and I made my PowerPoint, um, just to have some slides. And by some slides, I mean, by the end of it, it's about 21 slides long. (laughs) Sure. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Okay. Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell too. And it it is hard to find people who admit that they love Taco Bell. Yes. I don't know why. It's legitimately good. Yes, it's a great, like, late night, mm-hmm. maybe long night kind of food, but they have a really good menu. Everything's delicious. Um, And I think it was last year they were recognized for having the most healthy options of a fast food place. Well, there you go. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of all about their rolled chicken tacos right now. Mm, yes, those are delicious. I love... um. <laughs> Uh, cheesy gordita crunch and yep. the nacho cheese Doritos Locos tacos. <laughs> Those are my go-to's. Awesome. Next time at, at Ace, we're gonna get, we're getting some Taco Bell. Yes, let's make it happen. All right. So uh, safe to say, you said Captain uh, Captain Marvel and um, and Agent Carter are your favorites in Marvel. Uh, Agent Carter and Captain America. Captain, Captain Marvel America. is badass too. Yeah, um, you, you, uh, I think it was because of who was there, but you kind of had like a casual cosplay for Captain Marvel at, at Ace, right? Yes, I did. Um, I just throw on like a pair of uh, jeans, got my flannel. I bought <laughs> um, a pair of limited edition Captain Marvel Vans. Those are uh, impressive. Which are pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're super, they're like bright red and they've got her little star on the back and one of the coolest things I've ever purchased, I would say. <laughs> and I think you had the Nine Inch Nail shirt, right? Uh, I wish I did. No, no just a white t-shirt, but white it's t-shirt. on my list of things to get because it would be so easy. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, uh, and tell me a little bit about the podcast you host. What, what, what do you guys do there? Sure, yeah. So I'm one of the revolving hosts of Rewatchable. Uh, Rewatchable is a podcast that goes back and watches fan favorite TV shows um, that were either unjustly canceled, ended too soon, or that just were really big in the fandom space and deserve like a second look however many years later um i say revolving host because we have so many hosts over the the last six years it's been going pretty much non-stop with maybe like a week or two break in between this is actually the first time we've had uh i think think like a two-month break um but we all host for for shows that we love and the way that the thing that makes us different from other podcasts is that we do these shows and we split up the hosts and have it evenly matched between people who are super fans of the show that we are watching and people who are newbies who have never seen the show before. And so they're offering these fresh, uh, brand new insights, crazy theories about things that may happen. Um, and so you get a really interesting mix of, um, people talking about like why they love this certain thing, but then also getting a new perspective on that thing that they love uh, for better or for worse. So we've done shows um, like Firefly, Freaks and Geeks, Veronica Mars, which is my personal favorite TV show of all time. (laughs) We've done, um, it took us about two and a half, almost three years to get through all of Buffy and Angel. Uh, We did that. Like back, uh, back to back or like as one? 
uh, as the, one. The show. So we okay. did it in uh, like airing order. Oh, okay. Because of the cross, there's like one crossover or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is for every for that particular set, we would do two episodes of TV per one podcast episode. Sure. Okay. Um, so when we were really into it, a lot of times it'd be like one episode of Angel, one episode of Buffy, and they would be the ones that would air like back to back or right mm-hmm. next to each other um, to try to to make those sort of crossovers fit uh, and make sense. Sure. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a very, very long period of our lives. <laughs> Two and a uh, half years. We, yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> we look back on it fondly. Um, but yeah, so we do anything, anything that people are super passionate about. Um, has there been one? Has there been a show that you've you were kind of being uh, introduced to that you you just didn't enjoy? It didn't click with you? Oh man. Um, yes. So pushing daisies. Mm. Um, it was a show back in the mid to early to mid two thousands. I think it starred Lee Pace and it was basically about a baker who, when he would touch things, they would come back to life. Um, and if he would touch them again, they would go back to being dead. And it sounds super interesting and I was really jazzed for it, but I just could not, I, it, it didn't <laughs> click with me and I felt really bad about it. When he um, was one of my one of my good friends is a super fan of it, and she never oh. lets me forget how I would, like, fall asleep while trying to watch the episodes. <laughs> you know, when he was cast as uh, Ronan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, it's the Pushing Daisies guys. I had never seen one episode. I just knew it was him. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like, it's his big thing. It's yeah. his big thing that he's known for, and I just, I couldn't, couldn't do it. <laughs> it had a, it had a good following. Um, mm-hmm. It and, did. And then the opposite, something you've never watched that you were introduced to that you're a super, like a super fan of now. Oh, my gosh. Um, if anything. I mean, I actually, I wouldn't say I'm a super, super fan, but I had actually never seen Buffy and Angel before we did that two and a half years. Um, for some reason, it kind of just passed me by. So that was really cool to go and finally understand what everyone in the world is talking about when it comes to <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um and I, I think that one most likely is the, is the one I was most excited. I've been a super fan for a lot of them. Sure. Um, it's just worked out that way. But Buffy and Angel is probably the one that was pretty cool to do where I was a newbie. And you were, you're younger in the late 90s, so it's kind of hard, I would imagine, to get attached to something about high school students when you're not in high school at the time, that kind of thing. Maybe. I don't know. I watched a ton of TV when I was growing up. Oh, okay. And so, like... I guess I should assume. I was watching, <laughs> yeah. No, I was all good. I was watching a bunch of like uh, things, I think, set in high school. Like Dawson's um, Creek, maybe? But uh, I never was a Dawson's Creek person. Okay. I kind of really actually want us to do that one at some point. So I have an excuse to go back and do that. <laughs> sure. Um, but a lot of the stuff that was airing on like the Disney Channel, um, a lot of that stuff was like taking place in late middle school or early, early high school and that kind of stuff. So. Gotcha. Okay. Just never Buffy. All right. Fair enough. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you do watch Dawson, the finale is sad. Very sad. Oh, no. Yeah. It, it, I, that's, I've never heard that before. I Well, I, one of the characters, it's hard to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. No, it's it's fine, damaging. Fine. It's damaging. <laughs> um, I oh, forgot no. a lot of that show. I stopped watching when they when they went to college, and then I just watched the finale because it was on. Sure. And I was I just wanted to see how it ended and yeah, I was I was shocked at how they ended it. Um All right. Um 
I just lost my train of thought. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dawson, I'll, I guess I'll do that to you. Yeah, yeah. P- Dawson versus Pacey, all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Of of the things that are coming out the rest of this year, which isn't a whole lot, what's, uh, what kind of movies are you looking forward to? Like Star Wars or... Um, I, I think that's really the biggest one that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the biggest one that was coming out. Um, I mean, yes, I grew up on Star Wars. Uh, my parents showed that to me at a very young age. Um, and actually the last three years, I think there has always been a star Wars movie around Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for the last three years, my family and I on Christmas day, we would go and watch star Wars together. Um, so I have bought all of our tickets for December 25th. I'm going to try to see if I can avoid all of the spoilers. Oh boy, yeah. December, <laughs> like 19th, 20th to the 25th. Yeah, you got like six days to make it through. <laughs> I know, it's going to be really tough. I have, um, I think for when the first Force Awakens mm-hmm. came, or maybe it was even back for Age of Ultron, there's like a, um, a Chrome browser extension where you can input a bunch of words that you don't want to see, oh. and it'll block them out. And so I ha- I might have to do that again for, for Star Wars and just come up with a bunch of keywords that would be potential spoilers and just have things redacted all over my browser. I should have done that today and for tomorrow for the Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2 and 3 because I had to do some Twitter research today and I got some live tweeting spoilers coming at me. Oh no. Oh no. That's the worst, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I'm okay with spoilers, but for some things it's like I really don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And they're so hard to avoid if you're like trying to get excited about something and looking at something that you yeah. think is going to be safe. Yeah, we we did live tweeting for our our, our Twitter account um, for a long time for like Flash and Arrow just mm-hmm. to kind of build an audience and a community. And I would do my very best to not spoil the episodes, especially like the big ones. I mean, there's a lot of filler, so there's not much spoiling, but like the big stuff you don't want to spoil. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm usually pretty good with spoilers. If I'm not watching it live, I just stay off social media if I can. Yeah, that's that's my goal. I'm going to see if I can do that. Are you uh I'll come back to Star Wars in just one second. Are you yeah. into the DC CW shows at all or just mostly Marvel? Uh I think DC does TV really really well. Mm-hmm. Um and I was super into that stuff. Um and then I cut my cable. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am I think at least a season behind on most of them okay um yeah i loved the flash i loved supergirl i was really with arrow for a while i think i jumped ship on that one a little um earlier than the other two mm-hmm. but i do want to make it back to to all of those especially since arrow is ending like i feel like i have to see it all the way through yeah i i'm i'm like a uh, a completionist, I guess. I started. Yes, exactly. Arrow... It's really hard for me to quit things, yeah. even when I'm not enjoying them as much as I used to. Yeah, you know what wasn't hard for me to walk away from was The Walking Dead, though. Um, I don't remember. I've when... heard that. I don't remember when, but I just said, "Not, nah, I'm done. This is yeah, yeah. This is not good anymore for me." But whatever. Uh, it's cool if you guys like it, but um, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Arrow was tough. Um, there was a couple rough seasons in there, but this this current mm-hmm. season has moved along very quickly, and probably because there's less episodes. So, um, I think there's only t- ten or eleven, something like that. 
Oh, okay. Actually, I think I did hear about that. Okay. Yeah, after the crossover, there's only two episodes left, and one of them is a backdoor pilot for Green Arrow and the Canaries, which is a spinoff. So. Yes, I did hear about that. Uh, we have a writer on Hypeable who's covering all of the CW shows mm. and loves uh, like Black Canary and is super excited about that show. Yeah, I, I, I was excited when they announced it, but I really don't like the fact that it's in the future. I wish it was present. That's the yeah, that was his gripe too. Yeah, he said the same thing. That's so interesting. Okay, I do. I do want to go back to it. You're giving me lists of things <laughs> <laughs> upon my list that I already have. Um, Legends is weird. Have you ever watched Legends of Tomorrow? So I watched the first season. Didn't care for it a ton, but mm-hmm. heard it got so fantastic after that. So yeah. that one is definitely on my list. It's yeah. They kind of lean into just being like a, a just out there kind of show. So. Yeah, just like absurd. Right, right. Like it's crazy some stuff they're doing. Very campy type stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah, uh-huh. it got it got better once it got away from the Hawks. Once Hawkgirl and Hawkman were gone. Yeah. They kind of. Yeah, they were what bogged it down for sure. Because like the it, that wasn't what I was there for. I was there <laughs> for the weird interactions and the dynamics between all of those characters. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, no, I heard it's great. You can't go wrong with Brandon Routh. He's amazing. So. Uh, yeah. And I'm I'm excited to see him as Superman when I watch the, uh, the episode tonight of Crisis. Um, uh, it looks so awesome when they're bringing in all of those Superman. Like they have Tyler Hecklin, they have <laughs> Brandon Routh. Um, don't they have Dean? Do they have Dean Cain coming in as Superman too? No, unless that's a surprise that I didn't hear about. Um, okay. But Tom Welling from Smallville. That's right, Tom Welling. Yes, yes, yes. And Erica Durance returning as mm-hmm. Lois. She has two roles because she plays. Kara's mom on Supergirl, so she came back as that last night. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. it's That's so cool. Pretty amazing. I love the memes, though, that go with it. Like, alternate Earths, you can look like a completely different person. There's three <laughs> different Clarks that look completely different. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, uh, that's great. Um, What about... Okay, so returning kind of to Star Wars and Disney and Marvel, uh, the, sure. Dis- the Disney Plus app, did you get it? I did. Of yes. Course, of course. Um, I bought it. I know. I know. I was never not going to get it. Right. Um, but yeah, I bought it when they had that like t- three years for two yeah. or something over Labor Day. Yeah. Um, I missed that one. I just got the free week. Oh, that's cool. That's good, though. Yeah. I Okay. So, <clears throat> however, I haven't watched anything on it yet. Oh, no. I know. So, a few Months ago, I guess, one of my friends, as as Disney Plus was coming out, one of my friends got me hooked finally on Shameless. Oh, okay. And so I've been trying to, like, power through and binge watch that, that I haven't been going on Disney Plus. Um, but I've watched a few, I think, Marvel shorts on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. And I just added, like, the first Avenger. Um, because I don't have that physical copy of that movie. I didn't realize it was going to be on Disney Plus because it wasn't technically Disney at that point. Um, but it's there. And so I just added it to my watch list. And so that will probably be the first thing that I watch on Disney Plus. You said the first Avenger. Is that what you said? The Yes, Captain okay. America, the first Avenger. Yeah, there was a little break up there. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Are you excited for like the Mandalorian at all? Have you heard anything about that? Yes, I am on board with The Mandalorian. Uh, That is also one of the first things that I will be watching. Um, (laughs) That's hard to avoid the spoilers for, I'm sure. I mean, it's hard to avoid the Baby Yoda. Oh, yes, it's everywhere. (laughs) The spoilers spoilers I haven't seen, the Baby Yoda I have definitely seen. 
they kept that under wraps pretty well. Nobody knew that was coming. Yeah. And yeah, it, the whole internet exploded. Yes. It'll never be the same again. Um, nope. <laughs> uh, and then what of the, the Marvel shows that are coming for Disney Plus? What are you looking forward to the most? Oh, hands down Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, I thought maybe What If with, with Peggy as, as Cap. Uh, I mean... <clears throat> yes, I I, okay. I am looking forward to that because the world needs more Peggy Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, I would prefer another season of Agent Carter um, where she's like in her own series and not used as a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like they trot Peggy Carter out a lot and use her as a gimmick in most things. Um, most recently, uh, Avengers Endgame. So, so I, I would, I'm excited to see her like throw a shield around and just like be the badass that I know that she is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just, I, I just want her to get her series back. Is that too much to ask? I don't Apparently think so. so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it seems like an easy call. Um, I don't know if Haley's available or not, but it seems like it's so easy to do now. Yeah, it does. And like, I know a lot of them would be completely into reuniting for even something short. Yeah. Uh, because they, they had so much fun filming on that, but. did Okay, so speaking of Endgame, did you enjoy like the little uh, Agent Carter callbacks in there? I mean, they had, um, uh, I completely lost my brain. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I do that often. Uh, the, the, the butler. Uh. Yeah, yeah, they had um, uh, Jarvis there, and yeah, yeah, we saw Peggy. I really enjoyed Endgame. I did not particularly enjoy the Agent Carter stuff. Oh, okay. Um, It was great to see her, and I loved that they brought Jarvis back, Mm -hmm. but kind of the same thing, like, they used her as um, a gimmick, or, like, she was positioned a lot as an object throughout that movie, like, something that Steve kept staring at, or, like... That what his that's what his prize was at the end. Um, not that I, I mean I love the two of them together, but there are reasons why they maybe shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. So I saw Endgame and I came home and spent the next two hours writing like four thousand words on <laughs> sure. Peggy Carter's role in that movie, and she's only in it for maybe a minute or two combined. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I loved seeing her again. I always loved seeing her. Um, I wish she had something a little bit different for that movie. But I mean, the more the world can see Peggy, the happier I am. Yes, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, it's it's an alternate Earth, right, that they're together? Because like... uh, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it gets because, confusing. Yeah, because the writers, Marcus and McFeely, have a separate idea of how time travel works from the Russo brothers. Mm. So the Russo brothers say it's, uh, an alternate universe, which makes it a little bit better. I still have a little bit of issue with that. Um, whereas I believe it's Marcus and McFeely who say it's the same timeline and that Steve has just been there all along. Wow. It's banana. Like, they can't get their story straight, and they can't agree with each other. Right, because in in Winter Soldier, doesn't don't we find out she has a family, and she had kids, and all these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, that's weird. <laughs> so yeah. I guess she had that with Steve, apparently. 
And, and and Steve was just like hanging out and being like, oh yeah, Hydra's taken over. I'm not gonna do anything. I or, won't warn anybody. You know? <laughs> right. Or like he lives in a basement. Nobody sees her husband. She never goes to any sort of like social oh, functions right. with her husband. Yeah. Really? He does. He didn't really have much of a secret identity. He just. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He was Steve Rogers. They. I don't know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> he toured it's the so country. Ridiculous. Yeah. He like was all over the world. He has a a museum. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Exhibit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right i guess whatever yeah it's fine it's it's comic book movies yeah (laughs) right right exactly um okay so you were introduced to star wars you said you were introduced to them in the right order the first original three and then the prequels yes yeah original three uh before the prequels came out um i still actually have the vhs set Oh, fantastic. That I first watched them on uh, because the version that I was introduced to is, I think, the only version that has never been put onto like DVD or Blu ray. Right. Before so the special to... editions? Yeah, it was like the gold box. I remember edition. that. Yeah. Uh, the first time he was really, George Lucas was really editing mm-hmm. things. Um, so I still have my VHS. I have my VCR here in my apartment and whenever I want to watch Star Wars, I will go to those. That is fantastic. That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that gotta ever. Keep them in good condition. That's right. That's right. Um, do you have a favorite Star Wars? I love Return of the Jedi. Okay. I am a big fan of that. Um, I love the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. I love Hut Slayer Leia. Like it's all, <laughs> uh, it's if I have a go-to, if I want to watch a Star Wars, it's usually that one. That's the one I've seen the most. That came out when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. it was kind of fresh, and we had recorded it off HBO. So I'd just throw the VHS in, and I'd be able to watch it anytime I want. So that's the yeah. one I've, I've seen the most. Um, I like you know everything about the Endor outfits and costumes and stuff. I was always I always had the action figures of that, and that was always my favorite. I don't know why, but. No, they're so good. Yeah. They're so cool. And Bounty Hunter Leia is like my favorite Leia. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's all, all good stuff. Uh, yes. So for Rise of Skywalker, uh, do you have any predictions, theories, expectations? Uh, um, I mean, I am in the camp of people who actually really loved and appreciated The Last Jedi um, for what it did. In kind of just like breaking all convention. Yeah. Um, I am slightly worried that like Ray will actually turn out to be someone. That JJ is going to kind of go back and kind of retcon what Ryan Johnson did. Yeah. Or like kind of fit what Ryan Johnson it did with um, like Kylo Ren telling her that she was nobody yeah, and be like, Oh, he's a liar. Actually right. you're this, you That's, know, that is my biggest fear right now. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's not completely retconning. It's just like taking something and making it fit it's, because it was so open-ended. Right. It's and that, gray. that certain so. point of view thing, you know, just yes. kind of going back to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Certain point of view for sure. So, I'm kind of, I don't know. I I know that I will enjoy it. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what they do with that. Um, I know that I will be crying whenever <laughs> Carrie Fisher is on screen. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, like, the, the trailer, I enjoyed the trailer. The trailer was fine. Mm-hmm. But when Carrie Fisher showed up, I was losing it kind of hard. Yeah, 
I just rewatched Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and I, I had a hard time just in The Last Jedi getting through that with. with yeah. Her. Oh, it's so rough. Yeah, and then I just watched A New Hope again, and she's so 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 young. <laughs> she's so young. Did you uh, for the holidays? Did you watch the holiday special as well? No. <laughs> that one. <laughs> but why not? It's so hard to get through. <laughs> it's really hard to get through. <laughs> it's all out there on YouTube if you want to find it, kids. <laughs> oh, with, yeah. With the commercials and everything. <laughs> the what? The commercials are there, too, from the 70s. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. I did it once, and I am happy that I did it. I will never do it again. I At least not all the way through. <laughs> There, uh, I love the show The Goldbergs. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yes. Uh, yes. Episode... I've fallen off on that one, too, but loved that one. Yeah. The spinoff is good, too, if you ever have time to watch Schooled. It's... Oh, with the gym teacher, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the main character of The Goldbergs is a little boy. He gets the holiday special, and it's just it's a fantastic episode. Oh, my God. He can't oh, be- I need to watch this. He can't believe how like betrayed he was by George Lucas, essentially. <laughs> It's so good. It's so meandering and just uh, the thing with Chewbacca's family is kind of <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. Like the gr- it's so good. The grandpa so Itchy, I think his name is. He's got yeah. like he gets like I don't know, like a Cinemax like a porn. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh. Uh, and then Carrie Fisher sings at the end. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like oh god. Okay. Yeah. Some some mistakes were made clearly. <laughs> Yes, uh, but it's gone down in history. It's 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 I guess canon. I don't know. Uh sort of. I mean, I mean that's where we first see Boba Fett. True. Yeah, yeah. And I think so, Life, Life Day was mentioned recently on something else. So I think that's a real was. thing. Yes, it was. Yeah, I think so. Oh boy. I think it is canon. <laughs> oh boy. That's, Never again, though. Never yeah, again. Right, right. That's canon. But those really good books, those aren't canon anymore. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> you said you read a lot. Do you have a favorite author? Oh, gosh. Um, there is a, a Canadian author. She's kind of like an indie author. Her name is Jacqueline Middleton. And I love all of her books. Um, they kind of, each one of them destroys me <laughs> to the point where, like, I'm useless for at least a week after finishing it. <laughs> like inconsolable? <laughs> yes, basically. Um but they're really good. I I just read I read a lot of um, like World War II historical fiction. Oh, um, most likely inspired by Peggy Carter. But I love <laughs> I love reading that kind of stuff mainly about um, not necessarily like the front lines, but the people who are working either at home or um, just like in different parts. The unsung heroes, like sure. the the wasps and like the the female agents who were like normal people semi-trained and then pushed out into the world to try to be spies like hmm. that kind of stuff is really interesting to me as well um, um one of my I favorite read anything i can get my hands on it sounds like it one of my favorite movies <laughs> growing up and it was i don't know why it was weird but uh, a league of their own was one of my favorites <gasps> yes yes that was on tv uh thanksgiving weekend i was sitting oh. there watching that with my dad i love that movie <laughs> i used to rent it so often I, my mom's like why are you renting this it's like a it's like a girl's movie isn't it and i'm like it's baseball i don't care it's tom hanks yeah absolutely not it's an everyone movie it's yeah. so good yeah. i do love that one a lot yeah I'll, I'll revisit that like once a year it's mm-hmm. it's a good movie and it's yeah that mm-hmm. the world war ii tie kind of reminded me of that um yeah and like there it's 
not necessarily the front lines, but you hear a lot about what's going on and you see like the different roles that people have to take because all these people are, are gone from society out fighting. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different, much different time. Um, Very much so. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted to get your opinion um, because you are a woman and you're in this industry of entertainment and writing and these kinds of things. And you travel to different conventions and things like that. Um, what's it like for you? Um, cause we see it all the time in social media and things like that. It just, uh, the, the, the hurdles that women have to go through, uh, to be treated as equal. Um, uh, how is that for you or what, 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 I, I don't know how to word this without, um, yeah, no, no, you're wording it just fine. <clears throat> um, I think it's a lot of the worst and I, my experience is not, as, as bad as other people's has been mm-hmm. by any means. But I think a lot of what I've come up against has been gatekeeping. Um, like you're not a true fan if you don't know X, Y, and Z sure. or, Oh, you're a fan of this. Prove it kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and like that idea kept me out of comic book shops for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, when I would have actually been going and like picking up comics, it's like, I didn't want to walk in there and get like asked, play around to like 20 questions while I'm trying to get my comic books. Or, um, I remember, and I actually, I think <clears throat> I just passed the anniversary of my writing it, but I think around the second amazing Spider-Man movie. So the second one starring, uh, Andrew Garfield, I had written a just, ridiculous piece about who the best Spider-Man at that point was either Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Um, and my consensus was Andrew Garfield because I liked his physicality. It fit much more with like a awkward high school student. Mm -hmm. Whereas Tobey Maguire was, he was a good Spider-Man. I think I'm trying to think, I think he was a good Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield was a better Peter Parker. Yep. That's, that's, the, I think that's the popular opinion, yeah. Well, uh, at the time I put it out, it was not. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, maybe. And, like, I, I still have, I think I still have a couple screenshots, but I got death threats oh. over my opinion that Andrew Garfield was the superior, like, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. I mean, even, yeah. even still. Um, I don't know what, like, that was like six years ago? <laughs> Yeah, it was really not that long ago. Um, I've only been writing for Hypable only um, for like six and a half years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's relatively recent. And it was like, I don't like when people um, get overworked about things or like send death threats. But like, you have a terrible opinion, woman, and you should die or something like that. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's defending the things that you really love and enjoy, but that, I mean, that's beyond the line. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't saying that, like, even though I did a, uh, unflattering collage of all of the terrible faces Tobey Maguire has made, <laughs> right. um, I did that, but like, I wasn't saying that the original tr- Spider-Man trilogy was bad. I wasn't saying that, like, he was a terrible actor in it, um, mm-hmm. I was just saying that I think Andrew Garfield was a better fit and did better, even though those movies weren't as good, like plot wise or anything like that. Um, But yeah, so it's been mostly just like gatekeeping um, and second guessing 
Um, and when it comes to conventions, I enjoy cosplaying. Mm. Um, when I met you at Ace, I didn't really, I've been kind of weaning myself off of it a little bit. Um, but I was super into it. And so the thing there is people coming up to you and being creepy without like your consent. Oh, um, like take a, I, I haven't had super bad experiences with it, but like mm. taking sometimes uncomfortable photos or like they'll ask you to pose in weird ways or, um, you can tell if someone's taking a photo of you from behind, like that kind of stuff. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is kind of weird. Like I, I like taking photos with people. I loved, I would always dress up as some sort of agent Carter or mm. Captain America related character. Um, and like taking photos with little girls who are at the convention are like super excited to see me. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of stuff is fun. Um, but the other kind of stuff isn't as fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I, if I'm going to meet somebody or I guess a cosplayer, take pictures of them with them, it's usually, I always ask first and then, you know, is like, if I'm getting a celebrity picture, like, is it okay to put my arm around you or, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, like, the cosplayers, they love – they – I, I don't count <laughs> myself completely because there are some people who are so good at it. But, mm. like, we we like getting our picture taken. Like, that's part of the reason why we're doing it. Sure. So, like, that's that's exactly how it should go. That's exactly what you should do. Um, and they'll be excited for you to do that every time. It's just the people who don't that it gets a little weird. Yeah, that's dicey and awkward and kind of gross. Um, mm -hmm. uh, okay, I didn't know you were a cosplayer. Like, cosplayer, uh, you know, I, I saw you as the as the Carol Danvers, but, um, and I think you had, like, a Peggy Carter thing the day before, right? Uh, yes. What, okay. did I, what was I wearing? Oh, yeah, yeah, I had my jacket on and I think my shirt. Yeah. Um, with that one, I mm -hmm. usually have, like, a full-on, um, like, brown skirt and... <laughs> Just a little bit more. Um, so I've done that. I've done um, Captain America's Dancing Girl. Like in the first Avenger, um, he's doing like all those war bond oh, like, sure. musical acts. And there's the girls like waving the flags in the like uh, mm -hmm. American flag outfits. Yeah, they, like, the, the military asks for them to come back out instead of him. Yes, yeah. those ones. Yeah, so like I've done that. Um, and it's it's all it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, the what I've we've talked to a few cosplayers on this podcast, and I there's something about it. I think I've never done it, and I wouldn't know where to begin or who to sure. begin with. Um, but like I, I feel like there's a, there's like an, a power to it, like becoming the character and feeling maybe outside your skin, um, and maybe a little freeing that way. For yeah. Me. Oh, that's definitely that's definitely a huge part of it. Um, you kind of when you take on this persona of perhaps a character that you really admire. Um, you kind of like borrow some of their confidence and try it out and it feels good. So maybe that's something that you take with you. Um, I know that I've done that with agent Carter um, where I'll tap into what I think she would do or um, just kind of how she holds herself. Mm -hmm. And those characters are so universal and there's so many things that you can relate to that it doesn't feel like you're an imposter when you're trying that kind of stuff on it kind of once you 
embrace it and kind of put it on yourself, it feels natural and it's something that you can adopt and it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. And the, the costumes are like a really great reminder of that too. <laughs> the only one I thought I might be able to pull off and I don't know, are you a Harry Potter fan? Oh yes. Um, so it's fantastic beasts and I forget his name every time I ring it up, but the, Oh the, uh, yes, yes, yes. The, uh, the Baker guy. Um, yeah. Jacob. Jacob. Yes. I feel like I could do that one. I think you could totally do that one. Awesome. I've, I've been wanting to try it, I think. But that guy lost a ton of weight. Yeah, he did. I saw that. Like, he was on the Goldbergs again. That's coming up because he plays their uncle. And he, like, lost 100 pounds. It's crazy. He's super <gasps> thin. That's oh, He does play their uncle. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Not like he's sort of a deadbeat kind of uncle. Or yeah, he's yeah. always trying to find, like, the next big thing. Like, like <laughs> yeah, fast money. Like, yeah, he bought a DeLorean one year. <laughs> it's yes, just, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. And yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it was crazy. They brought it up, I can't remember, he said he had like a tapeworm in the episode, that's why he lost all the weight. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said he did, he did it for his family, for his kids and everything, kind of like the Kevin Smith thing. Mm-hmm, yep. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, well, he was my guy, but now I have to, <laughs> maybe maybe not hey, him anymore. <laughs> can still be your guy. True, yeah. Absolutely. Follow, follow his lead, yeah. To figure out what he did, because holy cow, it wasn't that long either. No, um, yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it was pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, so the future of the MCU, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I mean, near future, I'm in for Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been wanting a Black Widow movie for a while. Um, the timing feels a little late. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. Like, it should have come sooner, but I'm also in for seeing her just kick some ass. <laughs> so you, you like the trailer? <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, I did enjoy the trailer a lot. Yeah, I was um, I was excited for it, and then even more excited when they cast Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah, David Harbour looks great in that. Yeah. He's just, like, sitting there, um, like, posing with his arm, like, biceps <laughs> at one point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so yes, I'm definitely excited for that. I think right now I'm kind of more excited on the TV side mm-hmm. than I am for the movies. Um, cause like, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I loved their dynamic in Civil War. So I'm excited to see it in a show and see what they do with bringing all these characters back. Yes. Um, I am intrigued by WandaVision. That's what I'm most excited for, because I feel like yeah. it's going to be super different and weird. And... So weird. Did you see that um, new still or like the, the first promotional image that came out yesterday, I think? Oh, I know. I missed it. Yeah, it's uh, just Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany like sitting on a couch, but they're all like in 1950s where the photos like black and white. It looks like it's taken off of a TV screen, but I think it's supposed to look that way. It's super interesting. Um, but yeah, that one is going to be really cool. And it's apparently going to lead into Doctor Strange. So I'm excited to see how that happens. But like Darcy from Thor is going to be in this show. Darcy yeah. has never met Wanda. So I am intrigued. I'm in. I'm I so in. It looks like, you know, like I love Lucy or something. Yes. I see it. Yes. That's amazing. I love Yeah. That. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I they... think they... Everything they've sorry, said. I'm sorry. Everything they've said about it sounds amazing. And then Randall Park coming back. I love Randall Park. Oh my God! Yes, it's the detective or uh, um, the FBI agent from yeah. Ant Man. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, Catherine Hahn, and I don't know who she's going to be, but that sounds amazing. Yes. And then, yeah, Kat Dennings, that's that's an interesting one. Like you said, it has no connection whatsoever. No, and, like, neither does uh, – most of them don't. None so of them, I, yeah. <laughs> right. It's so cool. It's I'm, I'm excited. Maybe we'll get I to see – I think it's going to be interesting. Maybe um, Ra- Randall Park will do some close-up magic. Yes. Just wiggle <laughs> his eyebrows a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like the movies, I think the movies will be fun. But as of right now, like I couldn't tell you what the timeline for those movies is beyond Black Widow. Whereas with previous phases, I could tell you what movie was coming and when. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little maybe maybe burned out from Endgame. Like I need a break and like then I'll get back into it. But aside mm-hmm. from the cast, I really don't know how I feel about Eternals. Um I mean, yeah, the cast is amazing, but I, I, but it's like Guardians. I didn't know a whole lot about Guardians before the movie came out either. So, yeah, no, I had no idea about Guardians. Um, all I knew is that there was going to be like a talking raccoon and a talking tree, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like we, we, I love that movie. Um, or I love those those characters. So I'm always optimistic. I guess I'm always optimistic about these things. I don't think they've made they haven't really made a lot of missteps and even their missteps are better than other yeah franchises missteps so i i am excited i think it's just coming out of endgame where a lot of the characters that i love mm-hmm. and the two characters or three characters i guess that i love the most like aren't really around anymore um being steve rogers who's just an old man um <laughs> natasha's dead or so we think I still don't fully believe it. Cause I won't let myself. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and then like Peggy. So I think it's just there. Anything that they're in are things that I'm like super excited for. And now that like, they're not really in the future of the MCU mm-hmm. in terms of like things that are coming to the silver screen, I need to readjust my um, expectations, I guess. Yeah, and you're you're right. I mean, trusting Marvel is easy. There's not a whole lot that they've done that has failed, um, if anything. No, like even movies that people say are their worst, um, probably like Iron Man two. Like it's a it's a solid movie. Like it works. It's not as good as other ones, right. but it's not it's not a terrible film. So I I <clears throat> trust in all of them. They have years of. They're planning so many years ahead. Kevin Feige got promoted to basically story head of all of Marvel, including comic books. Like, I think. <laughs> he, I, isn't I think he in charge of Star Wars now, too? He's a I think he's like an executive producer or something. Like he's right or next just, to Kathleen Kennedy, I think. Like, yeah, or like to. just under her. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And like he's a big. <laughs> like geek he's a he nerds out over all of these things so he must be so excited about all of this oh i know i know like a dream for him um okay so i saw a tweet you posted today about uh first avenger being the second best captain america movie i agree winter soldier yeah. winter soldiers like my top three changes within the mcu but winter soldiers usually in my top three it, same um, yes i love that movie and yes the reason i love it too is it's hardly a comic book movie it's a political thriller and yeah, that, and that that just kind of grabbed me more than anything. But it's also got Captain America and Winter Soldier and Black Widow and all these great characters. Um, what is what is maybe your top three MCU? 
Oh my gosh. Well, mine are always changing as well. <laughs> um, and actually one night, my, my best friend who's also a hypable writer, um, well, actually three hypable writers, we all sat in their living room and we charted out our rankings of all the Marvel movies <laughs> at that point. Um, and I think they're always changing. It's easier to do, I think, like a top five rather than a top three. But it's okay. Winter Soldier, uh, the first Avengers, like the the first team-up movie. Sure. Um, the first Avenger. And Thor, well, Ragnarok is definitely up there, too. Yeah, it's hard not to. That was a fun movie. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and even just Taika Waititi in the movie make, almost makes the movie fun enough. Uh, oh, it, I, I I was going to riot if uh, Korg did not come back. <laughs> he had like, Korg is one of my favorite characters. He had like one of the best cameos in Endgame. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did. Oh, gosh. Being, being no, bullied I, in Fortnite is amazing. Oh, my. The poor thing. Yeah, right? <laughs> the poor thing. And then he's got Thor to help him out. So yeah, that's fine. It's fantastic how we backed him up. Like, like no questions. Just... Um, and I want to ask, cause I'm seeing it on Friday. Did you see Knives Out? I did. I finally went this past Saturday. And what'd you think? I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I love Chris Evans. Mm -hmm. I tell everyone, I think he's the love of my life. So it's always great to see him in any movie. And he just, he rocks this, like he rocks this movie. Um, and everyone is out there just chewing scenery. It's so much fun. <laughs> I, I've been excited for it for a while. I love Ryan Johnson's work. Um, mm -hmm. Same. Brick, Brick is one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's a fascinating movie. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I mean, it helps that um, one of my favorite actors is in it, too. So, um, but yeah. JGL? Yes. 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 Love him. He seems like just the coolest person, too, like, to hang out yes. with or anything. Um uh, but yeah, I was, so Chris Evans, I'm a big fan of, and I forget her name, but the girl from 13 Reasons Why is in it, and I like her. I think she's a good Oh, uh, is that Catherine Langford? Yes, yes. Yes. I was yes, excited she's... for her in Endgame, and then that, got, that scene got cut, but... I know. I See, this is why I need to actually get on my Disney Plus, so I can go <laughs> watch that deleted scene. Yes. Because a... I don't think it made it to the Blu-ray, but I think it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't think it's on the Blu-ray. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just yeah. on Disney Plus. And it's a great scene. I've seen it, I think, on YouTube. Um, but uh, it, it made sense why they cut it. It just didn't fit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And so, like I heard it just kind of slows down the pace, as lovely as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, she's, I mean, everyone in Knives Out, though. Like, Jamie, Jamie Curtis is fantastic. Um <laughs> I mean, you have James Bond playing yeah, Daniel a, Craig. <laughs> like a, a Southerner. He's like, like uh, he's like the KFC Colonel in the way that he talks. <laughs> it's just so it's it's very entertaining, highly entertaining. I'm very excited to see it on Friday. I've been waiting a while. I waited too long, I think. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, too. And that I when you were asking earlier, like what my most anticipated movie for like this back half of the year was, it was actually Knives Out. Yeah. Like that's uh it's great. <laughs> um, any other movies you've seen recently that you really enjoyed or that you could recommend? Oh my gosh. I haven't been to the movies all that much. Um, the last movie I saw was Double Tap and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of what I expected. Um, 
I feel like I have a lot of movies on my list. I just can't think of them right now. I need to just have a day to go see like Jojo Rabbit. And yeah, because I've I've heard great things about that one. That's on my list. I really want to see the new Charlie's Angels. Yes. Oh, I want to see that, too. I was sad I didn't make it out for the opening weekend to help it perform better. Um, But that looks great. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, What is uh, the last question here? What is one movie that you love that most people would be surprised to hear? Oh, I I don't like saying guilty pleasure because I don't really think that's a thing. Like, no, I I don't either. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty open about the things that I love, but I would say the first movie that comes to mind is The Room. The Uh, okay, (laughs) The Room, not the Brie Larson one, but the uh, 2003. Yes. Uh, terrible movie classic starring the Tommy Wiseau movie. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, I love, I love that movie. I love going to the screenings of that movie. Um, you love it in a, like a Rocky horror kind of way, like be, yes. being involved. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we know, all, I do we, not think it's a legitimately good movie. Yeah. We all can agree that it's not, yeah, cinematically not good. <laughs> No, no, but I do love it in that. I love Rocky Horror, too. That's one of my favorite movies as well. Um, But I love it in that Rocky Horror, like audience participation, Mm -hmm. um, kind of bonding sort of way. Um, And I love subjecting people to it, whether it's I own a copy of it. So whether it's like in my living room or if we end up going to a screening of it, Mm -hmm. um, I love gauging people's reactions to just how bad they think it's going to be, like how bad they think a movie could be and how much that even is even worse than <laughs> right. imagine. What did you think of the, the making of movie thing they did with Seth Rogen and all those guys? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, that is actually the book that it's based on, the one that Greg Sestero, uh, one of the actors in The Room, mm-hmm. wrote. Um, that's one of my favorite books of all time. Really? Just because it's it's well written and just the 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 things that happen don't seem real. Um, and so I think that that <clears throat> movie, The Disaster Artist, perfectly captured what it was like to work on that movie set. And also, even though the guy is kind of crazy, um, for anyone who hasn't seen The Room. There is not much known about the guy who is like the director, writer, actor. His name is Tommy Wiseau. People don't know much about him. Um, He calls himself like a vampire. He won't tell anyone his age. Like there's so much weird stuff that happens. But the love that the other actor has for this guy and just everything that went down as terrible as some of it was, it's it's great. And it really shines through, I think, in The Disaster Artist. Yeah, he kind of hides like where he's originally from, like his accent mm-hmm. and all these things. He refuses how, to say. Right, how he got the money to make, people. yeah, the money to make this movie, like all that like, stuff. Most people rent those super expensive <laughs> cameras that you use to, like big studios, they'll just rent them. He bought them. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Or he wanted to film a, my favorite thing is like he wanted to film a scene that takes place on a roof. 
But oh, instead right. of going to film on an empty roof that they had, he made them build like an expensive green street green screen set in a parking lot and make it look like a roof. And you see like, you see all of it in the movie. Like it's it. total obvious. <laughs> total yeah. obvious. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, I I love that movie so much and I thought the disaster artist was great. Yeah, I I didn't watch. I've never never saw the room until uh, maybe a year before the disaster artist came out. Mm-hmm. I think I yep. heard about it, and I'm like, I need to see this movie. And so I watched that, and I love um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yep. And those guys went off and did riff tracks, and so I watched that version as well of the room. Um, oh, I didn't really did that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Find that. That's that's really good. I'll have to watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then I kind of prepared myself that way, and it's it is yes. If you've never seen the room absolutely see it and then it is it is heralded as the citizen kane of bad movies that's right yes you'll be quoting it for the rest of your life it's it'll change your life mm-hmm. yes it uh, will it's fantastic absolutely yeah um well i want to thank you so much for taking time and hanging out with us tonight or me um there was supposed to be another host who you met kyle but he had to work so oh that, no that day job gets Sorry, in the kyle. way <laughs> yeah i understand how that goes trust me yeah yeah so thank you so much for taking time um, yeah thank you for having me this is great yeah we'll have to have you on maybe to review black widow or something have you come back sure. and we'll talk about it together um, yeah, I'd love that. real quick if you want share your social media i don't know how private you are is that a private sure. thing okay no no i enjoy people talking to me i enjoy uh geeking out about stuff with other people so i am on both twitter and instagram at zim z-i-m-m uh one zero two zero nine zero I love my birthday, and I put it at the end of everything. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it until I added you on Skype, and I'm like, oh, that's probably your birthday. Yep, yep, it's everywhere. I, I don't know. I just couldn't think of anything more original, so that's where I am. Yeah. It works. You know, whatever. Yeah, and then uh, come find us on Hypable. We cover, we're big into fandom. Um, every one of our writers is a fan of the stuff that we are writing about. Uh, we cover movies, TV, video games, all that kind of stuff. So come find us at Hypable. Um, and if you're into TV shows, uh, come find us at Rewatchable. Very good. All awesome things. The The podcast is a great idea. I love the idea of it. Um, so, Thank you. Yeah. All right. I'll have all that information in the show notes if you need it. You can find Danielle and all her projects. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks again. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. I want to, again, thank Danielle for being so amazing and accommodating uh, and flexible in her busy, busy, busy schedule. Uh, Like I said, we will have her uh, as a guest again very, very soon. Um, She is a lot of fun, and that was a good good time talking to her. So, um, yeah. Uh, That was our show this week. We'll be back next week, and I believe we're talking about all things Rise of Skywalker, since that'll be coming out. Uh, predictions, theories, all that kind of good stuff. So we'll be doing that next week. Uh, find us on all the social medias at Atomic Geekdom on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Twitch, uh, if you're into the Arrowverse, um, watch watch us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Atomic Geekdom, where we do the Arrowverse weekly. Um, Kyle and myself get together and we talk about whatever happened on uh, all the Arrow shows on CW, which this spring will also include Stargirl. So... Uh, you have that to look forward to. We're losing Arrow, but we're adding Stargirl. We're also adding Legends into our discussions every week next spring. Um, but this uh, coming week, we'll be wrapping up all three episodes of Crisis that happened this week. 
and getting ready for the final two. Uh, it was quite a cliffhanger, quite uh, the surprise, but uh, if you're not caught up, you might want to avoid those until you're caught up so that you don't get spoiled by anything that happened. Lots of cool stuff did happen in those episodes, so go ahead, give us a follow. We are available. Um, oh, those are, excuse me, those episodes are available on YouTube as well. Uh, search for Tom and Geekdom, you should find us there. Uh, we post those after we go live on Twitch, so you can see it all in, you know, whenever you want on YouTube. So like and subscribe on both those channels so you always see when new content is available and when we go live on Twitch. That's always helpful. Uh, again, you can follow Danielle on Twitter at Zim, Z-I-M-M, one zero two zero nine zero. Um, that's Twitter and Instagram, she said. Uh, all that will be in the show notes as well. So uh, thanks again to Danielle for spending some time with us, me, uh, for the episode. And we'll be back next week. Thanks so much. See you guys.